Welcome back to the Empty Calories Podcast. I'm Clarkson. This is Nicole. Hello, hello. And we are here to talk about some of the, um, obviously, the regular um, reality television that we all enjoy, question mark. But we also uh, have started watching some shows on HBO Plus. Max. Max, excuse me. I'm thinking of Discovery Plus, because we just got that too, and my life's over. So we've been watching uh, the one we watched, Legendary, which is fantastic. Um, that's on HBO, right? Ah, uh, Legendary. Really if you haven't that. watched Paris is Burning yeah, or Pose, uh, you should probably watch one of those, especially Paris is Burning. It's yeah. an excellent documentary yeah. set in the late 70s, early 80s mm-hmm. and about the ballroom scene in New York City. And it was, it's, it's, some of the most fantastic lines in that no, in that it's... documentary, and the people are fantastic. But the show Pose, which is written by um, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy, the same guy who does American Horror Story, uh, it's a fully uh, acted by transgender people mm. show, and it's 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 really groundbreaking. But besides that, it's just the it's acting is. It's fantastic. Fantastic. It's my favorite thing that Ryan Murphy does. Or I mean, has done. and it's heartbreaking, and it's wonderful, and like you know, it's it's a lot of times we don't watch the episodes right away because we're like, I don't know if I can be that sad right now. I so I can, de- I can deal with all this heaviness when I've got Bethany Frankel girl bossing her ass off on HBO Max. Oh, uh, oh, uh, yes. The, so the paywall. Yeah. Reality, you know, paywall reality. Yes, yeah, we we it. run we run out of some of the you know regular TV stuff on TLC, Bravo, mm-hmm. and whatever. You know, there's gaps in between those, and so now on HBO, Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, what are some other paywall ones that we we've, we've seen? Oh well, that are that are starting to produce reality. Netflix has done a a, a ton. There's a we could do. Oh, Amazon show. has started some yeah. with yeah. In the Cut with yeah. uh, Heidi and yeah. Munchie Bird. Yeah, Tim Gunn. <laughs> Tim Gunn. Um, there is Selling Sunset on Netflix, which is oh, fantastic. That was a huge hit. Huge hit. There's huge two hit. seasons of that. Uh, we Watch that. We didn't have the show when that show started. However, had we, we would have done multiple shows on that. Because we burned through the all seasons of that in like one weekend. Yeah, we have a deep, deep love for Christine Quinn, oh. or as we love to call her, Goth Barbie. Goth Barbie is life. So that there's a bunch of sort of Bravo esque family drama things on Netflix, like House of Ho. Oh um, no, that's HBO. Max. HBO Max. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of oh God, what was it? Was like. They they kind of marketed it as uh, uh, crazy rich Asians, yes, but in a yes, reality yes, show. Yes. Gosh, I forgot the name of it. It was excellent. It's good. So excellent. Just look up reality on Netflix yeah. because even their cooking, you know, competitions. Oh, I mean, fantastic! Final Table was amazing. Fantastic! I wanted to eat everything. It makes you extremely hungry. Um, I'm a culinary nerd. Went to culinary school, so that was just. I was sitting like. In front of my couch, like leaning up against the, to the television. Oh, and, and and what was the what was the fashion one? Uh, uh, oh, oh, with with Tan, Tan. France. Oh. Uh, next in fashion. Next in fashion. Yeah. That was really good because 
we already watched uh, Project Runway. This mm. one was a little different. These were like uh, established designers, but not necessarily were they the type of people that actually sewed their own stuff and things like that. So it was very interesting. They like had oh, helpers right. and and things like that where they would just like design it, cut the fabric, and then they would leave it for a scene. And that was making the cut. The you sure? Yeah, making the cut. They would leave their stuff up for all the people to work overnight, like you know, so many elves cobbling shoes. Oh my gosh! Shoes. I've like I've like put them That's all okay. together. I've smashed them all together now. Next in fashion was closer to Project Runway. Yeah. But in both shows, I think I remember they're more established. Way more established. Uh, had resumes. Yeah, like they serious had resumes. More history and and um, experience in the field and the industry than some of the Project Runway people, which vary. You can have people that have their own lines, and then you have people that are right off the bus from wherever Indiana. Making the cut is worth it just for Naomi Campbell. Agreed. Oh, absolutely my God. agreed. She's so fierce. I, I love her. Love, 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 love. Love it. So, um, point being that there's a ton to watch ton, out there. There's so much. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, and reality television used to be the shows, the kind of shows that I would run away from, like, reality and more serious shows because I didn't want to think, right? I would say that every Monday night I'd come home, I don't want to think about anything. Just put on some mindless, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you're stuck with this paradox of choice because there's so much. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Anyway, paywall, behind the paywall, reality is really fantastic. And we're going to get into some of it today. Yeah, uh, we Right off the bat, I don't have anything, and I don't think Nicole has anything negative to say about J- Stylish with Jenna Lyons. Oh, man. No. But if you like those kind of shows, those sort of style and competition shows, her show encompasses not just fashion, but interior design. Um, Sty- it, it encompasses styling, styling interiors, yeah. and also I product. Think- I believe product marketing. Um, she really wanted to get into like all those things. She was she worked twenty seven years as uh, at uh, J Crew, mm. and she was like you know VP of of styling there or something. Yeah. I know that's not her actual title. I don't know what it is, but but she was big into that. And this is her first like really going out on her own. Yeah, you know, and it's just really good. Yeah, I don't she, have much critical. To- say about it she's super chic she's just really super chic she's really super you know and she seems to really have a great head on her shoulders she has two people that she relies on heavily and she wanted to add another person to her team and that's what they were trying to find right just someone else to work with her in her uh new endeavor and her brand which is fine also behind the paywall in a similar vein, is Bethany Frankel's new show, The Big Shot with Bethany. And it's a similar concept, but concept, except she's looking for a VP or a... Uh, kind a of set. a VP of operations yes. or a VP of brands. Of, of operations. She wants someone who can step in for her when she can't be wherever. Right. And she wants that person to right. make sure they want to not... She wants them to not only work for just like... Skinny girl wine. She wants them to also work with the yeah. jeans. Podcasting, also, social media, shapewear. And and she admits right up front that her and the other two people that are on her team that work closely with her are not big social media people. Right. 
and uh, she doesn't like it. She doesn't want to have to do it, and she and she's looking for that as well. Yeah. Which, as we all know, social media is a huge part of any business now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, like with Jenna Lyons, I wonder if these people are actually still working with them. You know, like when we used to watch the the one the what's uh. DF, you know, what's her name? Oh, yes, yes, yes. The House of whatever, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember her name. Why, well, today we can't remember any names. I don't know what no. my problem is. But she, That was you know, a while back. In and that was a long time. And she she did the same thing. I'm hiring someone. And I just, I, I would like to see some follow-up on, like, do wow. these people actually work with you still? Right. Where are they now? You know, where are they now? Kind of, you know, uh, things about that. Because I would even like to know the guy, Mike, who got with Jenna Lyons, mm-hmm. whether or not he still actually works with her. Yeah. Um, I would love to know that. Yeah. Um, so, Bethany, full disclosure, I know there's a lot of people who do not like Bethany. <laughs> Clearly. It, she can be very polarizing. She's, she, I personally, uh, respect Bethany a lot and actually I feel a kinship with her because I'm the type of girl that I kind of always get in the same boat with her because of the fact that I speak my mind, because of the fact that I don't back down. Mm. I'm a bitch. I'm, you know, I'm mean. I'm, you know, the fact that I expect you to just do your job and we don't have to, like, braid each other's hair while we're watching 90210. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not going to be your friend. I yeah. just work with you. Yeah. You know, these days people need so much hand-holding. So I feel a lot of kinship with her. Mm-hmm. And the way she handles things, I usually am like, yeah, I probably would have done the same thing. Which other people are like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, She's so awful. She she can come off as acerbic, but it's usually in service of getting a laugh. Yeah. From what I've seen. Yeah. Like, she's not just trying to be... But I've never seen it where she's, like, being, like... She's not being cruel. Evil. She's you not know? being cruel. Being cruel is a different story. And trust me, I, I, both can be hilarious. And that's why I like Bethany, because she's funny. She makes me laugh. So I don't really care if she makes... Whoever cry or not cry. Diane von Furstenberg. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I could not remember her name. Uh, okay, it, that it, had nothing to do with Bethany. Yeah, it was it, the show we were watching. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me one way or the other. However, it does bother some. Now, if you have Oh my it, God, there's an entire housewives. Uh, the, all those ladies. Yeah. They super bothered by Bethany. Right. And, you know, if she triggers you, well, that, that's your cross to bear. Um... But in this show, since she's, quote, running her own, she's running her own circus, she's looking for not just someone on her team, she's looking for a VP, as we said. And the show is being um, issued in two episodes Yeah, time, they're giving us two episodes at a time. So, so we had so, two of them, and I don't know if it was every week, it felt like... Two weeks. Uh, maybe. It I don't felt know. like we waited it depends. two weeks. It, it, we, it, they may be doing that, or we may be dragging our feet getting to the shows. This is true. I this is know. true. Whatever. Point being is... I was excited about it. As soon as I saw, you know, because as we mentioned on our last show, it was very coincidental that right after Kelly Ben Simone decided to come out with her big, 
you know, ground-breaking revelation 11 years later. You know, she about, woke up under the tree like Rip Van Winkle. Yes. Like, Bethany, what a bitch! Yeah, yeah, 11 years later, we were like, thanks, go back to sleep. Cool. Um, By the way, she's still doing insane shit. Like, she just found the recording feature on her phone. Oh, I'm um, sure. I'm gonna dance. Okay, great. Oh my god, the dancing. Oh, she's so bonkers. That's so good. Or the one where she was like feeling really cute and then she did some weird spazzy movement. I showed it to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening. Am I having a stroke? Is she having a stroke? I'm not I sure. Don't know. So, but I'm I'm ha- I'm happy and I'm here for it. But it was super coincidental that her little video came out and then Bethany we see was, yeah. Bethany show start oh, to be marketed. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> So, Interesting. So she, uh, she being Bethany, pronouns pal, uh, has hooked up with Mark Burnett, who is the, the king, the grand godfather of almost all reality television. Absolutely. And so there's a lot of money behind it. Like all of the reality shows on HBO Max, they are an obvious cut above. Uh, Production-wise, most of the stuff you would find on network. Yeah, they got that nice, nice HBO money. It ain't Jenna Lyons level. Where no, Jenna Lyons, everything is shot really beautifully. Dusk, you know, and that yeah, that golden hour. That guy that could style with an inch of his life is just perfectly framed behind you know soft focus and golden light for just a confession piece, which is ridiculous. Yeah, but beautiful to watch, as opposed to you know someone in a back corner next to a. 7-Eleven smoking a cigarette after a pack she pulled out of her bra. Yes. Uh, like what, are you, what are you saying? It's not good? <laughs> God damn it. No, 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 no. We would never go against you, Dark Lord. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. Bethany. It's Mona. just different, Dark Lord. <laughs> it doesn't Charlotte. mean it's it's better. Or, you know, it's just different. That's I all. don't like you. Well, that's yeah. too bad, Dark Lord. So... On, uh, I have a couple of other podcasts that I do with my friend Jim, uh, the Life Masters, and the Film Thugs. And the Film Thugs movie podcast is just that. Uh, Jim and I review movies and shows and whatever, and genu- genuinely just talk a lot of shit. And during one of these shows, I came up with a concept called reviewing re- Reviews Review, Reviewing the Reviewers, Snark Tank, whatever you like, where <laughs> I would review a review of a movie and sometimes people have agendas in their reviews that's not very objective tends to be obviously it's basically an opinion piece so i don't have a problem with reviewers having opinions because i have them too well they were a lot of these reviews sometimes are not even like fair they're they're like a they're, oh they're like an inflate i mean there are some you can read a review and you're like hmm, this okay, is not this is fair we're not talking about Gene Siskel. This is like a overblown, like, like you know, I went and got on the Yelp and, and decided yes. to get mad because I waited five minutes before you acknowledged me at the at, at my table. The Vichyssoise, though I know it's supposed to be served cold, was too cold, and parking was adequate. Three stars. Yeah. 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 Well, we stumbled upon a, uh, a, a piece on Jezebel.com by a writer named Joan Summers. And her article is, um, The Big Shot with Bethany Frankel isn't empowerment fluff. It's faux feminist torture porn. Ooh, so much edge. Wow. wow. So that, that sounds so clickbaity. Here we right go. Right there. Right there, it's clickbait. Here we go. Bethany Frankel is the textbook girl boss. 
Once the star of The Real Housewives in New York, the salad dressing entrepreneur has since spun off... Okay, a first of all, let's stop there. Salad dressing. Salad dressing entrepreneur. That is what you picked out of yeah. everything that she's done. Yes. You picked salad dressing. Right. Right there, right off the bat, you have to know this is such a bitch. It's just like Kelly Ben Simone who called Take Bethany... Take it down. ...a cook. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, no, she was actually, and even other people in the room were like, no, she was actually a private Oh, yeah, Louie Lou Lou wasn't even in the room. She defended her after the fact. Yeah, she was like, no, she was I like hired her. several people she was a private chef yeah, for. Personal just chef. because you don't work in a restaurant doesn't mean, but yeah, no. Yeah. So she decided to pick the right. least known op, like, thing. Oh, right. you know. Dumb bitch does salad dressing. Dumb bitch like Ken and fucking... Paul Newman. Oh, yeah. Who are those, those assholes? dumb bitches. Right. What assholes? They're just okay. giving away salad dressing. Anyway, Go right ahead. we spun her career into a variety of questionable business ventures. Her words. These are all her words. Questionable. Questionable business ventures. Okay? Keep that in mind. Including a stint on Shark Tank. That's not super questionable. That's actually, like, if they come and ask you to be on that show, you do pretty well, apparently. A show with high ratings. It's now in syndication on at least two different networks. Oh my god! It's it's, it's it's everywhere. It's almost like you know Law and Order SVU. It's always yeah. on. No one that you know doesn't, doesn't know, know what Shark, what Shark Tank, Tank is. is. So there you have it. A line of shapewear. Okay. A so questionable. Okay, so questionable clothing, and then a charity where she flies private planes around the country. The simplification. <laughs> oh my god. We were researching the, the simplification of of a charity like that right. is so you know, one of the big things about Bethany's charity that I really enjoy is the fact that when it comes to charities, if something bad happens to you, you have to file a bunch of paperwork, you have to Yeah. You know, wait for things yeah. a lot of red tape, you know. Bethany just like, yes, this is true. She did call friends who had private planes mm -hmm. and then filled them with stuff mm -hmm. and took them directly to the people. She went to Puerto Rico. She raised, at the time, this was, whenever this was, um, over a million dollars or right at a million dollars of just donations. Yes. And then she personally, Water, her, her team, were handing handed out $60,000 worth of gift cards. Gift cards. Cash, even just cash yeah. and envelopes. Yes, Costco came in and backed her up. Point being, she raised this money and handed it out to people that needed it in Puerto Rico after being the island was devastated after the hurricane. She did not just fly a plane over Puerto Rico and, and say, wave. Buenos dias, vroom, vroom. <laughs> you know, and smile at them and bless them with her presence. She did more than fly private planes around the country. Why am I harping on that? I'm harping on it because she is intentionally trying to diminish Bethany's legitimate charity work. Why would you want to tear down someone's actual charity work to people that needed it? Yeah. You're doing it because look, look at, at that, that bitch drinking, over there drinking, drinking that coffee, coffee like, like she owns, owns the place. place. Yeah. That's what's happening here with Jim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now a lucrative deal with MGM Television and producer Mark Burnett to produce unscripted reality television projects. According to Miss Summers here, or Mrs. whatever, she 
is a producing partner with m- multiple shows. Maybe. Uh, maybe. How this is written seems maybe. like she's going to be with Mark during other shows. Again. And, uh, and, and an established by the way, Godfather reality. Mark's not an idiot. So. Mark's not a fool. So now she's in another questionable business of making money in a profitable business. Ugh. Okay. What? What a whore. Yeah. I mean. Uh, the, the first of these offerings is the Big Shot with Bethany on HBO Max, where Frankel offers contestants a chance to be number two of her skinny girl empire, or salad dressing empire. That's me. Uh, <laughs> as she describes it, she's looking for, looking for Oz from The Wizard of Oz, a job title which didn't work out well for the dude if she'd stayed until the end of the movie. The Wizard of Oz went back to Kansas. Or, well, okay. Or left. He didn't die. He left. He didn't get thrown in jail. Oh, we don't know. Maybe. Maybe his maybe his balloon answer. got hit by something. You never know. Maybe so. I've read all fourteen books. It worked out I, fine. They never mentioned him again. That bitch could have gotten like you know, uh, shot down out of the air and died. Who knows? Maybe it is bad. No. Nevertheless, no. into the movie. Because he, I guarantee you, she goes, hasn't read these books. Bye, bye. Fuck you, Dorothy. I'm Buenos coming dias, back. Buenos Ruben. dias. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. No, he leaves Dorothy in the lurch is what he does. So, really, honestly, whatever happened to him after that, I, he probably I, deserves. So, I'm guessing she thinks <laughs> that her VP of operations will then leave Oz in the hot air balloon. Huh? That's all I can figure. Uh, okay. Okay. Weird. From the press releases and official description alone, I turned to the Big Shot's first two episodes expecting an hour of reality television cringe. What I got and said was, again, faux feminist torture porn. In which so Frankel reigns in reigns like a feudal lord, equal to, eager to sacrifice their starved and overworked serfs. I would usually start with a description of the show's format, but in the first two episodes, the Big Shot has yet to find one. Okay, generally it goes something like this: Bethany manages a gathering of her would-be underlings under false pretenses. Huh? Did did she think they were going to a Tupperware party? They were cast in a reality show. What's what is what's the false pretense? <laughs> I'm lost, Joan. We went to a party, and it wasn't really I, a I was just going full to a party. party. There what? was no DJ. Mm. Oh wait, ah! there was. There was Nicole Rose. Okay, DJ. Okay, Rose, <laughs> or whatever. The okay, fuck Rose. Like a cop, uh, like a cocktail annoying. party in the first episode, during which she spies. And manipulates them with increasingly exaggerated reality television show gimmicks. Let me translate. She watches her contestants for a reality show they've all knowingly been cast in. Interact with each other. Interact with each other on a reality show competition that will have things in it. They, she acts like that. Uh, they got invited there to right. like meet their long lost brother or something, right. and then all of a sudden they were like going for swerve. Yes, yeah, swerve. Job with Bethany. Ha. That 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 would have been like wow. Yeah, this right. is this is really weird. What are we doing here? But no, these people know what they're doing. Do they? Do they? Well, did they know they were going to meet Bethany yes, that they did. night? No, yes. that night. No, well, they might not have. Maybe, but they did know they were going on to a reality show with Bethany Goddamn Frankel. Yes, absolutely. So, what? so I could say at the very least, and I'm only trying to play devil's advocate here. Mm. At the very least, yes, maybe they thought that it was just like a wait. 
little get together. Let's get to know each other, and then tomorrow we start the show. I know what the false. Pretense so was. I will go. Okay. The false pretense was Bethany Frankel invited us to a cocktail party to get turned, but then she showed up and made us do things. Oh, that's bucking mean. swerve. That's mean. No drugs. And no strippers. Nothing. Nothing. Rude. Nothing. Okay, back to the article. Like a surprise twist or a last reversal of assignments. Sometimes people are eliminated, and other times she spends about 10 minutes scolding the contestants for not being as smart and as powerful as she is, then sends them off to do it all again the next day. I didn't see that at all. I mean, I don't know. To compare people to herself in what they say they want to do or have accomplished. Um, the one girl is like, I have a whatever company, okay, a stock I a, company. I have a company that okay. I've I've devoted a lot of time to, cool. and this and Bethany asked her, "How are you going to do both?" Right. Because what I'm going to be asking of you is a lot. Yeah. And she's like, "So you have to choose. Are you dropping that and doing my thing, or?" And she was like, "Well, I could do my thing at night." And she was like, "You're going to run a whole company at night." When you're not doing my, she goes, you have to pick one. And that is true. I mean, every single podcast, every single article, everything that I have read about startup companies, really, truly putting your heart into a startup company. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. You have to practically sacrifice your entire life. Yeah. So the fact that this girl thought that she could like, well, I'll just come home while I'm eating dinner and manage my other company. Yeah. That is unrealistic. And the fact that Bethany dropped her, I think is because this girl has unrealistic business expectations. Yeah, I would have gotten rid of her right away. Of course. Absolutely. Or or nothing else. Hey, go do your thing. Don't worry about me. It's fine. No, you You, need to devote your life to that then. Right. In the first episode, during which the aforementioned cocktail party takes place, we see the contestants gather together for the first time. It's a mix of personalities. Some come from the corporate world, while other entrepreneurs, in quotes, her quotes, with vague job descriptions and other work in PR. A standout in the early episode is Nicole Rosé, or DJ Nicole Rosé, okay. What do you say? (laughs) Who's an influencer, a DJ, apparently. Depending on who she talks to, Rose is an influencer, DJ, and brand consultant. She demands everyone take a shot of cocktail syrup and tequila with her, and is later humiliated when Bethany reveals the cocktail syrups are actually coffee syrups. I think that was actually what's his face that she wants up hiring. Whatever. Uh, they'd been mislabeled apparently, even though they were set out next to the bar again. They actually both did it. Corey and Nicole both did it. But you know. What Bethany was triggered by wasn't necessarily that she used the coffee syrup. Uh, as a mixture with with the uh, the tequila, her issue was is that she felt like Nicole automatically assumed that working for Bethany is cocktails, 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 right, yeah. twenty four hours a day. Right, it's a it's just a party, and it's not. And it's not. She went she went out of her way to st- make a statement to that going to that effect at least four times. That, 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 like, I know there's an assumption about me because I started a cocktail company first. And right. that was my first thing. That is not... And Bethany is very serious. And she's said that many times. She can be a joker. She can be very, you know, slight and whatever. But when it comes to her businesses, like, she's work, work, work. I, I, I would say that I think that 
the fact that she did start a cocktail company and it's not it's a cocktail party and whatever is a false pretense because I expected to have nothing but salad eight hours a day. Because she's a Where's salad dressing salad entrepreneur. dressing mogul. I'm like, where in God's name is the Caesar, Bethany? Oh God, what am I doing here? Uh, where's the vinaigrette? Anyway, at this cocktail party serves two functions. For the greater portion of it, Bethany spies, again, spies from the second floor balcony, sending her assistants downstairs to pretend they're fellow contestants. They flit in and out of the party, occasionally popping upstairs to laugh at people and make snap judgments and inform Bethany who should be eliminated before the first challenge. Okay, first of all, the whole point of the party was to eliminate a certain amount of people. Yes. And when it comes to any work interviewing situation, I don't know how many people you've interviewed in your life. A few. A few. I have interviewed in my 13 years of hotels and now being in this business that I work at, I've interviewed close to probably over 100 people. Right. I absolutely hate it. It's one of the things that I just hate. I I hate hiring people. I hate hiring. I hate training people. I just hate it all. Yeah. But I've done it. And that's all about instantaneous snap judgment because while you are asking about, you know, what experience do you have and blur, blur, blur. What do you see yourself in three years? Ugh, God, I hate that question. Uh, what's your greatest uh, attribute? You know, shit like that. Besides that, it is kind of a snap judgment on do you feel like this person fits? Yeah, of course. Do you And that's click? a vibe. Do you click? And that's a vibe. It's not. It's not science. No. It is a. It's metaphysics. It's a. It's a vibe. It's a feeling. It is a quote unquote snap judgment. More than that, laughing at people and making snap judgments are the bedrock of reality television. What is she supposed to do? I like laughing people. I have a measured response and close research. Take everyone seriously. No, well, come on. Once again, th- this girl obviously who's reviewing this hates her. It's back to the article. It's also a real estate commercial since it's hosted in the backyard of a Hamptons home where she kindly informs the contestants she has never slept or lived. Don't worry, she tells them, because she's ready to sell it and has already bought another investment property down the block. If this was a real estate commercial, it was the shittiest one because we worst. didn't give us like a tour. The worst. Had they given us a tour, I might have been like, hmm, maybe she's trying to, you know, unload this property at the same time. I'll translate this. She has investment properties. Period. Like, tons of them. And she I'm used sure. one of them to shoot this episode. Yeah, because it's easy and people don't have to and be And she in, fucking owns it. And people don't have to be in her own, her own home. Yeah, I'd do it too. If I had multiple homes, I'd just have one home just for parties. Hmm. So people don't fuck up my real home. So um, she says that she found another investment property on the block. They all clap when she tells them this. Next. Yeah, they're all being like, yay, Bethany. Next slide. Immediately, however, Bethany fires a majority of the people of color in the competition because she, quote, can't see herself, unquote, working with them. Fair. That is a snap judgment. Yeah. Joan. Yeah. What? A majority? A majority. I don't think it was a majority. It was actually four. 
wasn't she'll, it? She'll try to shoehorn this in. The first is Anne, a publicist who Bethany grills until she's almost reduced to tears. The next is Allie, who's an HR HR consultant that. But helps. she said it was the majority, the majority. of the people of yes. color, right? Yes. yes. Okay. While her next listing of the people is fine, the people she ended up with, though, were two Latinas. Yeah. A black man. Yeah. Two white girls. Yeah. I mean, I'm not super great at math. I mean, I know I'm an accountant and everything, but two Latinas, one black guy, two white. Okay, three... People of color, mm-hmm. two white people. Mm-hmm. Three is more than two, right? Yes. Are, are, are we sure? Yes. Okay, do I need to look this up on no. Google? Oh, no. okay, just making sure. Got it. Continue. <laughs> so, uh, da, 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 da. next is Allie, who is an HR consultant that helps workplaces create safe and inclusive working environments. This irks Bethany because she wants someone who is a killer and is not afraid to ruffle feathers. What that has to do with that person's job description I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe she thought she was going to be too huggy. Maybe. You know, like, maybe. let's all kumbaya. Maybe. Yeah, that that maybe. one heavier fella worked to make uh, job spaces more, inclu- workplaces more inclusive. Yeah. Which is fucking vague. Yeah, when super I vague. When I'm a VP of operations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In my opinion. <clears throat> anyway, the subtext, of course, she wants someone who can find issues with the way her workplace is structured. The next on the chopping block is Mary, who runs a sock company, about which Bethany all but laughs in her face. No! She, she presses Mary repeatedly on whether or not she can give up, she'd can give give up. up her company and dreams to completely devote herself to the job. Mary hesitates over this and expresses a small wish to retain her independence and self-worth. Traits, mind Whoa. you. Whoa! Traits, mind you, that Bethany repeatedly admires about herself. Not what she said at all. Wow. Wow. She reduces Mary to tears, then uh, promptly fires her, Allie, and Anne. The episode ends with a challenge in which the contestants have to film a 30 Oh, so she only got rid of three people. Right. But I thought we said majority. Majority. Oh, okay. And a variety of Skinny Girl products, and Bethany fires yet another of them. In the second episode, it's more the same. Bethany begins with a diatribe to her assistant and claims she's not sure if any contestants are, quote, smart. She laughs about them on the phone with fired um, Real Housewives of New York star Dorinda, then surprises them at a, le- at a loft that she bought and renovated for the competition. On her way in, however, she is sidetracked by how disorganized producers have left the place and spends a f- few good minutes wandering around and readjusting things, muttering to herself about how hideous it all looks. Once, once properly inside, she informs the contestants she is allowed to be inappropriate and rude because she's a rainmaker and they are not because they work for her and she demands respect. I, I never know. heard that. I remember her being OCD and saying so. Super, which I I, I I get that. Yeah. And then going into the loft where everyone is and explaining I've never that. heard about a rainmaker. Okay, maybe we're going to have know. to rewatch it I because know. I totally didn't hear that. In another challenge, contestants have to shoot a, commercial cam- a promotional campaign for her skinny girl shapewear line. Predictable chaos ensues, like mismanaged schedules, missing models, and ego trips. The real shock, however, comes when Bethany surprises the contestants with a visit to the set. 
during which she informs them they now wants her to be included in the shots herself. And she tells her stylist and makeup artist her time is valuable, and her contestants have to be prepared to cater to her every whim, even if it involves a last-minute schedule change to flatter her own sense of vanity. Whoa. But because she is not some random reality competition show host, and instead the very powerful Bethany Frankel, the contestants are obviously nervous about her ordering around. Ordering her around. A lot of venom in there. A lot of venom extracted out of nothing. What did Bethany do to this girl? I don't know. Something. She mad at him. She mad. Okay. Rather than treat the situation with any measure of professionalism, (laughs) however... Bethany sulks on her, quote, passive-aggressive, unquote, couch for most of the challenge and mocks the scared contestants to her glam squad. This seems obvious. It seems obvious. Okay, wait. Wait. Okay, first of all, the first contestant that we all thought was the scared contestant, Mm -hmm. Jenna, immediately walks up to Bethany and goes, all right, well, I'm ready. Let's go. Put this on, blah, blah, blah. Takes total control of the situation. Has a has a fantastic shoot yeah. with Bethany. Bethany is clear and concise about what she is expecting out of this shoot. She tells all of them, my time is valuable. You need to instruct me on what to get done and we'll get it done. Right. <clears throat> I know there's a lot of people out there that don't understand that when a person says what they mean, they actually mean it. This is something that I have I have come in contact with a lot. Mm. That I'm like, I said a sentence, and for some reason you read into that sentence 16 million different things that were not in that sentence. Yeah, they have nothing to do with the directive. The directive was, my time is valuable. Mm. I need you to tell me exactly what to do. And when to do it. Yes. And no. instead, the only person who did that was this Jenna woman who yes. walked up, grabbed her, got her dressed, got her in the chute, got her out. Yeah. Bang, bang, boom. And I was surprised because this woman seemed very meek and she wasn't. She was amazing. Yes. So before you read the rest, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no. Okay, now go. Yeah, it seems obvious they're all experienced this they've all experienced this side of Bethany before. Uh, based on the way they solemnly nod at her antics and rarely say anything but, yes, you are correct. She's referring to her team. The drama on set eventually Ugh. bubbles over with DJ Nicole bullshit, Rose bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. asks Bethany to get dressed not once, not twice, but three whole times. Bethany refuses each time just <gasps> to show she can and eventually yells out that she is going to skip Rose's shoot entirely because the DJ didn't cater to her every whim. Not true. No. The kicker, however, is, is her truly jaw-dropping meltdown where she chillingly informs the poor influencer, quote, I have been on shoots literally for the cover of People magazine, the cover of Forbes magazine, and they don't make me wait. What she did not say in this review was that Nicole, that Bethany walked up to Nicole and said, okay, I'm ready for you. And Nicole said, well, I've got other things planned, so I'll come for you later. Right. So Bethany sat there waiting for 30 minutes. Right. With her team. Right. And then finally, Nicole Rose comes in and goes, oh, put this on. 
then doesn't come back for her again. Right. Doesn't tell her what she's doing. Right. And so, yeah, by that time, she's like, you haven't utilized me. I'm moving on. No, that's not what happened. Yeah. She was so, just there. Okay, this lady at, at Vulture or whatever the hell. What is Jezebel. this? Jezebel. Ugh, I hate the name. This woman is best friends with DJ Rosé, okay? Probably. Obviously. No, I, Obviously. I think Joan Summers is actually uh, Ramona. Either she's Ramona or she actually is DJ Rosé, okay? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, it's a pen name. <laughs> Maybe. We have cracked the mystery. A nom, a nom de plume, or in this case, a nom de guerre. The episode ends with Rosé scuttling off to a bathroom and locking the door so that the prying cameras can't film her ensuing breakdown. As an aside, the cameras caught her ensuing breakdown. Yeah. Okay. The Big Shot represents the final... Here we are, final... This is the go-home, as we say in the business. The Big Shot represents the final stage of girl-boss culture, in which the definition quote, female empowerment, unquote, is the subjugation of others in the pursuit of wealth and individual ascension. It's no shock, really, that the first two contestants to endure her wrath were women of color and successful ones at that. What in the fuck did she watch? I don't know. That is so... Oh, and let's go back to the whole yes men thing where she says that she surrounds herself with yes men. Right. I said this earlier today when you read a little part of this mm -hmm. to me. When she was sitting back there getting her makeup done, she was like, well, my Bethany makes the statement. Well, my bark is, is worse than my bite. And both of those people looked at her and went, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, they immediately were Shut like, down, yeah. no, that is wrong. Your bark is not worse than your bite. You can be pretty abrasive. Like they, they had no problems saying no. that, to and they her. draw checks. Yes, yes, they draw actual yes. payment from her. Right. They need her. Okay, but most harrowing of all of her theatrics on screen is how closely the contestants' experiences seem to mirror those of Bethany's employees, or more broadly, how often she telegraphs the job waiting for them at the end of the tunnel will be punishing, isolating, and torturous. At every opportunity, Bethany proclaims she is the most powerful woman in the world. Never happened once. I have never heard her say she's the most powerful woman in the, the world. The winner won't be another empowered, quote, boss, despite how many times Bethany claims that what she's looking for. In reality, the only way for her reign of terror to continue uninterrupted <laughs> would be for her to hire someone with just enough spine for Bethany to break over and over again until they are reduced to a sniveling yes person eager to please the master's Every whim. Now my editorial. She then hires a person of color. Unquote. I know. That the Corey, which turned out to be he was the guy that was running the photo shoot, and it, Corey was a little too green. He wasn't really Wasn't up in Bethany's summation, Brit wasn't up for the VP job. However, showed initiative, structure, and a certain amount of of creativity. Enough to offer, for Bethany to offer him the position of assistant. Yeah, she immediately was like, look, I don't think you're right for this all-encompassing, really right. hard job, but I like you. I like and you. I want you to be part of my team. Right. I don't want you to go anywhere. I'm going to offer you a different job. Right. Where and he took get, it. Where you can get your foot in the door and whatever happens. And you can learn and you can move your way up. And he did it, to his credit, and as we speak, as far as we know, still in her employ. So, 
uh, what show? I don't know. Did this girl turn on? Much like the Wizard of Oz, right? If Beth they had watched the whole movie and found out what happened to the wizard, if Joan here had watched the whole episode, she would have seen that her words, quote, person of color, was hired by yeah. Bethany. Yeah. Oh, and in the third episode, Bethany brings... Now, this woman did not, you know, no, full disclosure, no, no, no. we don't know what she's going to say about three thing, and four. Who knows, but she's going to have to do a mea culpa, because the first thing that Bethany does in the next episode is bring in a fucking person of color. I mean, it's so annoying. Well, obviously, this woman just really, oh. really hates Bethany. Oh, Maybe yeah. she's Team Kelly. I probably <laughs> Then you've got more problems than the night sky has stars. I feel bad for you. Yeah, I uh, I happened to Google Joan Summers Jezebel and came up with a few articles that she's going on and on about Bethany. And I, I was like, okay, I got it. Oh, then she it. already has it out for her. Right. Well, clearly. 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 Oh, that's not, not a fan. That's not good. Not, not a, fan. a fan. Big not a fan. Whatever. Anyway, that is our deep dive into, I guarantee you, there's not another podcast doing that. Oh, my God. Well, I can tell you right <laughs> now. Critical. The pay, behind the paywall reality is really good. Besides the fact that they have extra money, I mean, we've said this before, they do have extra money that some of these reality shows do not, do not have. So they're shot in a way that's really beautiful. They're yeah. interesting. interesting. A, lot, a lot of the gimmicks that Joan brings up uh, are, in particular with Janet Lyons, are creative, challenging, interesting to watch. Yeah. It's not just... Hey, go paint this room. Yeah, right. it's it's, a, it's new ideas. Right. You know, and new even ideas. Bethany's stuff. I okay. You you all say you're good at social media. Thirty seconds. Do it now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How that is gimmicky, like gimmicky to me would be. I want to hire you as VP operations. Please get in this giant, you know, <laughs> ball suit and wrestle in the backyard. And whoever gets past <laughs> the fucking alligator pits. Wins. Wins. That's gimmick. Right? It's not some fucking... You get big, 600 chairs. Yeah, some MTV Road Rules Hell Explosion competition. That would be gimmicky. That is... It's red and butter is gimmicky. Yeah, that's right? the that's the definition of gimmicky. That is not... It's big Brother races or some shit. Yeah, This is yeah. not the case. Yeah. This is all... It's Yes, it's reality television. But it's all specific to her businesses. Yeah. Except... I, I, I can't wait. For, uh, for the gimmick where they just fly planes around the country. Oh, that I, nice. I, I operate a chair. Maybe they have to jump out of the planes. I need to see you waving from the plane. I need you to start saying, Buenos dias. <laughs> to the people, the poor people Buenos suffering. Buenos dias, vroom, vroom. Yes, I, yes this, part, this is an integral part of the my girl boss empire, right? I hate the term girl boss. That was actually, yeah. that was... That was coined by uh, Sophia Amorosa, is who that was. No, that that was yeah. That was coined by her. I mean, she she uh, there was actually she had a television show on Netflix mm. that didn't go very far. But I mean, she used to run the Nasty Gal website, right? Where she took things from eBay and then she repurposed them and restyled <laughs> them and sold them. Right. And so, Girl Boss is is. She's the one who came up with that. Well, and like I think it, that term has been bastardized a lot over clearly. the years on because whoever this Jezebel writer is, like she does 
she clearly does not like when somebody has like a clear definition of what they feel about a situation like it seems to me a lot she of- seems the type of person that like if we were working in a situation that she would require me to like become her best friend in order to work with her yeah yeah, you'd have to, it's very like, much like an Apple situation where you can't just break. You've got to break and then play with this goddamn drone that Trevor brought in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, in God. the romper room slash Let's ski ball oh, bean bag I know. circular room where you must break and. In, I was you know, I was just way too old to work in yeah, that company. Be part of the <laughs> part of the culture until the gym in your hand glows and you have to die. Yeah, it's yeah. Logan's yeah. run apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, full disclosure: I used to work for Apple, and I actually got. In trouble because I wasn't palling around enough with my coworkers. Right. Silly me. I just wanted to work and go home. Do good job and go home. You just want to work. What a country. I know. So So that is our uh, our behind the paywall reality stuff. And it, and we'll obviously we're gonna be watching Bethany with bated breath because now that I've got Joan Summers on the brain. Oh God, I got I got to read her second uh, review. So good for you, Joan. Uh, you've got a follower of nothing out of spite. I do all things out of spite, which gives me power. So to briefly touch on some other stuff, um, we uh, are now all caught up with Jersey, which is interesting. Teresa's happy. I'm happy for right. her. I really am, even yeah. though she is kind of a little evil still. I, I am happy that she's happy because George, or Joe, or whatever yeah. his, her friggin' ex-husband's name is, Joe. Yeah. Joe was awful. He yes. was an awful man. Yes. He really did treat her like hell. Right. I, I'll say that he seems to really love his daughters. That's and great. that's good. That's but great. he's a prick. He is a total he's prick. He's a total prick, and, I'm, and that is, of all the things that are going on in Jersey this season, uh, Jennifer notwithstanding, is Teresa... Looks happy, and she looks great. Like, physically, emotionally looks and good. Then, and then we... Oh, she looks fantastic. Like, really and then good. then we have Margaret. Margaret, who has terrible, Margaret. terrible gauche home. Oh, my goodness. The, the, the I mean, but she seems to love it. She does. Nothing will make you appreciate Margaret's uh, interior design than spending a little time at the white and gray hotel lobby that is Jennifer's house. This is true. So right about the time you're like, what's up with that wall? What's that a gold fixture? What's happening with, is that zebra print? And then Jennifer's like, welcome to Doubletree. (laughs) So no cookies for you. Um, I do feel a little bit of empathy for Jennifer because of the thing she's going with with her parents. But Yeah, that's the worst. To be be in the middle of your parents, which I am very, very familiar with, to always be in the middle of two parents fighting. Yeah. Is is a horrible place to be. Yeah, so, so it's not it's not good. But as soon as she leaves the house, she just goes back to saying stupid shit, and, <laughs> and I, all the empathy just goes away. So the other things that we uh, watched were uh, we ninety day. We're just gonna have to dedicate an episode to this ninety day stuff because you can go down a rabbit hole, and we don't want to have a podcast that's three hours long. At least we don't. But the another big chunk of what we watched was the Summer House reunion. Oh, Summer House. Let me let me just preface this at the very beginning. Oh my God. I am not Team Hannah at all. I've never been Team Hannah. But at least in the 
past. Like I was like, Hannah, she's a goon, but that was I my, don't hate her. My initial critique of Hannah was she seems sort of like a dumb jock, and I have I know a thing or two about dumb jocks, but kind of whatever. But as it unfolded, I started to see a little bit of a performative two-facedness to her. Big time. When she wanted something, whatever that may be. Uh, if she wanted something out of her friend, she would say one thing to him. And it slowly started to come out as manipulation. And now... It's a lot of manipulation. By the time we get to the last, I think it's the last reunion. or Yeah, I think yeah. there's only two parts. Okay. Well, I think. By the Wait, time we get to this, it's like... The f- it's full in the Scooby Doo episode. The mask comes off, and it's like I would have got away with it if it wasn't for Kyle and Amanda. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Luke for the longest part of this season was just the obvious asshole, and then like a fucking rocket on roller skates, here comes Hannah. Like bullshit, I'm competitive, and right past Luke, uh-huh. and Luke is a. Sociopath. And, and yeah, Luke is still an asshole. Let's not get that wrong. No, no, not at all. But, but God damn. I mean, Hannah just. She's really trying to win the award. It's shocking. It, it's. Ugh. Shocking. Um, <sighs> but, but Luke, to his credit, who was also competitive, was like, I can't have this bitch <laughs> outshine me. So he goes on and says in the last reunion. Uh, the first season when he was in the house, and he asked her, he to, invited go to, her to go to Minnesota. He then claims right next to Andy Cohen, "I was produced to ask you that question." And Andy's, Andy's like, like, "No." He doesn't even look at him like, "What? Fuck you!" No, no, no. Looks at him like a a father who just saw his eight year old son hit a kitten with a stick. Like, oh, Luke, that's not true. That is not true. That is true. not true. Just so... So disappointed. Definitive and Andy was so disappointed in that him. Is not he was true. like, you pussy. You giant wear vagina. You just couldn't help mm. yourself. Ugh. And right uh, this look, Andy still has it on his face right now. Yeah, mm. right now. He's thinking about it. He doesn't even know why. No. And he's just shaking his head. Like, mm. In Total disappointment. Holding this kid, just shaking. Like, mm, no. Mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Luke, that is not true. Yeah. And Luke just sort of nervously twitches in his seat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, he t- I'll say this. He doesn't back down off of it. That's that's how you do it. You just fucking ride that plane yeah, all the way down. Yeah, just stick with it. Now, nope, we don't know what happened it. when the cameras <clears throat> fell down. No, nope, but... I was produced. Fuck you, Andy. Andy, you, you put a gun in my face. You threatened my mother. You killed my mother. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just, nope. Mm-mm. That's what happened. That's what happened. Wow. Hannah's wow. a man. You know, just... I mean, yeah. So, that was the biggest revelation of the entire reunion. But, you know, really, it was pretty much the same things over and over that had happened during the season. Me, personally, I'm just waiting for Winter House. Then we're really going to get into some shit. Yeah, then it's really popping off. I'm excited. And we have the Supergroup Housewives episodes coming Oh, that already happened. Yeah, you know, I mean, but I mean, yeah. debuting. I mean, to actually yeah. watch, not just hear about. But my my head rolled. My mind rolls in, the, in my own skull thinking about just how much reading of Ramona is going to happen in the first episode. Yeah, it's. It, I think it's only it like a, a a little, you know, 
like special, you know, maybe four part series, <laughs> but yeah, there's yeah. going to be a lot in there. There should be an internet show only just about, you know, Ramona breaking down somewhere. Oh yeah. Anyway, there was a lot going on with that. Um, and who would have thought after all these seasons of Summer House that Carl voice, would, of, reason. voice of the sober voice, of, voice reason. of reason. And I'm proud of him. Arrived at a look that's right. Yeah. He's kind of fumbling around. Yeah. As but someone I like it. That, I like that it. changes her look pretty often, like myself. I'm like, oh, good job. I love Carl. Sober, good looking, great. I love Carl. Set. You're good. I'm good with Paige now. I actually am great with Paige now. Yeah. I need more of Paige. Team fashion Paige. Re- fashion reviews. Yes. Not getting involved in Hannah's bullshit. Very sort of departmentalized. Like, I'm not going to say anything about this because she's obviously wrong. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, fucking Kyle and Amanda. I'm team everybody except for Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, even Lindsay. Who can be a pain in the ass, but I'm not anti Lindsay. No. I'm no, more okay anti Star Ray. Stravi, whatever. Oh, God. Poor Star Ray. I just want Lindsay to. I want him to be happy, though. I want him to be happy. By and ha- I want Lindsay by to be Star happy. Ray. Just, just you and Luke get it together or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, not, not Luke. Carl. Oh, no. Something. No, no. Something don't. happened. Don't get with Lindsay. I that's want Lindsay that's to be too fun. much high maintenance. You Lindsay needs someone that. to tell her no, and she'll just fall in love. Oh, God. But anyway. That that's, that's the story with that. I just yell at the TV with Hannah on every time. Ugh. Nicole has to re- rewind sometimes because I'm just like going off. I'm like, wait, I haven't heard it. Who cares? She's a she's a fucking goon. <laughs> and she is. God bless her. And I, I I get the distinct sense that she feels like ah oh, now I'm playing the heel, so I'm gonna <sighs> heal it up. Oh yeah, she thinks right? she's such an evil villain, and right. she's really it's just awful. Just. So sad. It's like if if uh, Carilla Deville had a daughter walking around in her high heel shoes. Ugh. Right. Awful. Anyway, that that is the long and short of what we've been watching here lately. And uh, next week, we'll see what happens. So until oh, then, yeah, we should have more Bethany. Uh, yeah. um, we've been, you know, watching. Uh, oh, New York is tonight, right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New York. New York more. did premiere. We already watched the first episode. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty in- uneventful. So. We'll have more later. Just waiting for, so, for Heather to show up. To, oh, uh, God. Yeah, it's going to get bad. Heather and Leah, apparently, Leah are converting get to Judaism, bad. which was a fucking left turn. Yeah, I, that I, was a mind blow. I don't even know what was going on with that. So, uh, okay. tune in later. Yeah, so you can, uh, we're available on Anchor, iTunes, and Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter at calories underscore empty, Instagram empty underscore calories underscore podcast and email us at empty calories podcast at gmail.com follow us on the gram and we will see you next time bye, bye.